This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Hey, good morning, everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Chodesh Elul. Chodesh Elul is the Chodesh of Tshuva. We're going to begin with Simon Tavkov Pe'alef. Okay, so uh, we're going to be learning about Tkiyah Shoifra in the month of Elul. But um, we're going to do it in the context of the Shaina Halachis. That's officially the Seder Sunday morning, a Sefer Shaina Halachis. Now I want to tell you a little mnemonic, a very interesting mnemonic. Um, Rabbi Yaakov Emden is Megala, that even the Simonim of Shulchan Aruch have significance. So for example, Hilchois Shoifar in... Shulchan Aruch is Simon Tav Kuf Peivav Gematria Shayfar. You hear this? Hilchos Shayfar Simon Tav Kuf Peivav Gematria Shayfar. I once went to a shir of Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef, so he asked the question: Does anybody know what Simon in Shulchan Aruch is Hilchos Dagim? Now I had just learned Yeridea, but I don't remember what Simon Hilchos Dagim was in. So what do you mean, Simon Pei Gimel Rashi Tevois Gefilte Fish? Supposed to make simanim to help you remember. He said over that Reb Sadia Goin has a chiddush regarding Hilchois Hadlakas Ner Shabbos. So therefore, Hilchos Hadlakas Ner Shabbos is in Reish Samach Gimel. Reb Sadia Goin. Hilchos Tfilin, you put Tfilin on Yad Keha Simen Chafei. You know, um, there's an Indian of Halacha which is very weak. Is Rafe Biyadenu. Reish Pehei, Chiv Shnaya Mikra, Simon Reish Pehei. So I have my own mnemonic, you ready? There's a time of the year, it's not such an easy time. You know, especially for Rabbanim, for everyone, you know. It's a tough time. And you're tired, so you need a lot of kofe. The man of Slichais is Simon Tough Kof Pehalef. Tough coffee. Okay. This way you won't forget Hilchais Slichais. Anyway, so let's begin. Lefnei Tishrei ein mevarchin achaydesh. We know before chaydesh Tishrei, we're not mevarch lechaydesh. We never say Rosh Chaydesh Tishrei. Yeah, biyom Shabbos chaydesh this year. Machrasa biyom Harishain. No, why? The remez is the remez is bakesel biyom chagenu. It's a month which is hidden. It's a holiday which is hidden. Kenizkalel simon tafi yudzayin din aleph. Ah. What happens if Rosh Chodesh Elul comes out on Shabbos? So we have a dilemma. Do we lay in the Haftarah of Hashamayim Kisi? Or do we lay in the Haftarah of Parshas Re'eh? So the Habachar HaChoshev, Yehuda Aryeh Gladstein, his Bar Mitzvah was Rosh Chodesh Elul Shechaliyas B'Shabbos. And Yehuda lay in very beautifully. Hashamayim Kisi V'Haretz. So the question is, we know that the Shiva Dinechemta are the seven most important Haftaras of the whole year. Anybody know why? Why are the Shiva Dinechemta the seven most important Haftaras of the year? Because all the other Haftaras, you could choose any Haftara you want. The Gemara does not say what to lane. Except for the Shiva Dinechemta, that I'll pee the Psikta. The Psikta legislates these Haftaras. However, Rabbi Yisai, the Haftarah of Rosh Chodesh in Hashem Kisi also has Divrei Nechama. What do we say? 
Simchu es Yerushalayim v'sisuba what? V'giluba kol oyhaveha sisu ita ita masoyes kol hamesabelim. Okay. Vinyan chalukas parshas and samayach v'haftar nesvar b'simen tav chavches. Then you're giving me that chavche. Fine. Yesh. Now I have a little personal question. Please tell me if you observe this custom. Some people have a custom, they fast for 40 days from Rosh Chodesh Elo until Yom Kippur. Anybody do that? Anyone do 30 days? 20? Right? Um, I don't say daven fast. Fat, not eating. By the way, it's interesting. I happened to see, I spoke about it yesterday, and the footnotes on the smak. They bring a remez um, to not eating in Chodeshel. Are you ready for this remez? Vayusam lefnehem le'echol lamed vayoymer vav loy lamed echol. I will not eat. Vayusam lefnehem le'echol vayoymer loy oichal. You remember who did, where does it say that? By Eliezer. They put in front of him to eat, and he said, "I'm not going to eat." That's a shtikel remez, not to be circumspect, to be careful with achila in Chodesh Elul. Another remez in the Pasuk in Sefer Daniel, it says, Daniel, from the day that you prepared yourself to fast before me, I've answered your tefillahs. So it's Kedai, even though uh, this is Lamala from our level, nevertheless, it's worthwhile to think about. And we begin already on the 15th day of Av. Already fasting. And uh, elsewhere. Fine. This is where we're up to. <coughs> now, the Reb Chaim brings in Sif Gimel. Minhagenu, our, our custom is litkaya meirosh chodesh elu ve'elach. The minhag is to blow shofar from rosh chodesh and on the chol boiker every morning. Achat tefila shachros after shachros. V'yish maschilam yom rishon to rosh chodesh. Some begin on the first day of rosh chodesh. V'yish maschilam yom sheni. Now this is very important. There is a, a machloikes, when do we begin blowing the shayfar? On the first day of Rosh Chodesh or the second day of Rosh Chodesh? Lamaisa, the minhag is, we start blowing shayfar when? Second day of Rosh Chodesh. We start blowing shayfar on the second day of Rosh Chodesh. Rav Moshe has a tshuva. Um, by the way, the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch writes, "Noyagin l'tkaya shayfar b'chazim aschim biyoyim beis." Rav Moshe says, "Uvedvar masay lahaschel l'tkaya shayfar miyom aleph b'chazim miyom beis min hagenuhu miyom beis." Avayesh mikosh noyagin lahaschel miyom aleph. Now this is very important. Look at the words of Rav Chaim. Rav Chaim is quoting the Rama. The Rama says. In some places, they blow shoifer at night. Raise your hand if you've ever seen a place that they blow shoifer at night. Nowhere. You're not allowed to blow shoifer at night. It's also to blow shoifer at night. So if you saw it, I don't know what they were doing, but it wasn't Judaism. Because you're not allowed to blow the shoifer at night. You know, it's asr. Actually, it's a zman of din. It's a zman of din. You're not even allowed to practice shoifer at night time. Ah, so the question is, what does Reb Chaim mean that some places the minhag is to blow shoifer at night as well? This comes from the Ramah. I want to I share with you a diok nifla in the Ramah. 
Okay, listen to the lashon of the mechaber. The mechaber says, "Noyhagim, any sefaradim here? Besides me, no. Noyhagim. Um, okay, let's you ready this. The mechaber says, "Dine." Okay, noyhagim lakom ba'ashmoyres loymer slichos v'tachanunim. The minig is to get up to say slichos mereshchaydesh elo ve'ilach al yamakipuram. Right? Who does that? The sefaradim. The Minig Bnei Ashkenaz is not that, and the Ramah should stop there. But the Ramah continues, But our Minig is we blow Shoifar. Why is the Ramah throwing in that our Minig is we blow Shoifar? Imagine if the Mechabra says, Noyagin le'echol kidneyos Pesach. And the Ramah says, "Va'anachnu einoyagim kain ella." We go to great adventures. I mean, what does one thing have to do with the other? Why does the Ramah? The Ramah should say, "We don't say say slichos the whole the whole chaydash Why does the Ramah say we don't say slichos? But what do we do? We blow the shofar. What does shofar got to do with saying slichos? Just say we don't say slichos. How is an appropriate contrast? The Mechaber says we say slichos and chaydash elo. So the Ramash say, Minagashkinaz is not so. What is, what's the however? But, what's the but? So I just want to say in a nutshell, there's an idea, and this is brought in all the Sfarim of Brisk. Beginning with the Beis Halevi, the Briskarov, there is a very important Yusoid based on the Gemara, maybe we'll speak about it more at length another time, that Kias Shoifar is a Bechina of Tfila. We know there is a machlek as how one should stand during Shemona Esrei. Should you stand, the Gemara Nivama, stand straight or bent over? The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah applies that machlek to whether the shoifar should be straight or bent. What's the connection? The shoifar is a cheftza of tefillah. The shoifar is an instrument of tefillah. Memela, the Mechaber says we get up early to daven from Rosh Hashanah and the Ramah says, we don't, instead we blow the shoifer. The way we are marbe betfilah is tkeah shoifer. Okay. Now, what does uh, the Rab Chaim brings, and this is from the, from the Ramah, yesh mekoyma shetoikin gamkein arvis. Some places they blow at night. You know how to blow at night. Rab Moshe Feinstein writes in the tshuva, it means mincha time. Now that's very important. That is very important. Why is that very important? First of all, you have to know that you shouldn't blow shofar at night. Second of all, you need to know, originally there were customs to blow it by mincha. Therefore, it makes a nafkmina halacha, and I was worried we might have to use it today. What if you go to a shul during Elul, and the shul does not blow the shofar in the morning? There's nobody to blow. There's no shofar. They, they finish the yom. They're looking around. They look at the rabbi. The rabbi looks at the gabbai. The gabbai looks at the president. The president looks at the treasurer. The treasurer looks at nobody. No. There's no shofar. Is there tashlumen? Says Ramosha Feinstein, since the ikr, the ikr minagus of shachris and mincha. So nowadays we only blow shachris. But if you didn't, if you didn't blow shachris, avada you should blow mincha time. You hear this? Halacha l'maisan. <coughs> It has nothing to do with Ladavid. Tkiyah Shavit has nothing to do with Ladavid. 
You could look in the whole Shulchan Arach. It doesn't say anything about saying Ladavid. Many communities don't even say Ladavid. There's a question, what's the Makar of Ladavid? Right? Saying, um, for example, Sans does not say Ladavid. Beshita, they don't say Ladavid. Minak Hagra, no. So Ladavid is not... What? Ah, what, Kiyashayfer? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't necessarily going to speak about that. That's another good question. What if a person, for whatever reason, um, is not going to be, be at a minion? He's, he's uh, flying out of town. He's not feeling well. He's davening at home. Do you blow shoifer b'yechidos? Big N-O. Big N-O. You do not blow shoifer and L-O b'yechidos. On Rosh Hashanah, you're mechuyiv to blow. It's a chiv on the individual. Why would you not blow shoifer b'yechidos? So there's a classic tshuva in the Tzitz Eliezer, also in Shal Tshuva's Minchas Chein, of Rav Noyach Isaac Obam. That what's the makar of Tkiyah Shoifar and Chodesh Why do we blow the Shoifar? The tour, it comes from the tour. The tour says that after the Chet Ho'egel, Moshe went up to Har Sinai. Moshe went up to Har Sinai and his ascent to Sinai on Rosh Chodesh Elul, the tour says, was marked by the blowing of the Shoifar. It's based on Perked Reb Lezer. Pekid Rebbe Lezer says, Uvaroish Chodesh Elol, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Moshe, Alei Eilai HaHara, Veheaviru Shoifer B'chol, Hamachane! Says the Tzitzel Yezer, Loshan of the Medrash is, Hamachane! Only B'tzibur! Furthermore, the tour says, that the Makar of Shoifer is, Haviru Shoifer B'machane, Okay? And the Torah brings the Pasuk, Im yitaka shoifar ba'ir yecharadu. If the shoifar is blown in the city, will the people not be afraid? That implies that Kia of Elo is only ba'ir and not bi'chidas. And furthermore, the Tzitzel says, psychologically, when people are by themselves and they hear the shoifar, it doesn't make a roshem. When you're b'tzibur, it makes a roshem. There's something about a tzibur coming together that it has a bigger impact on the people. Look, everybody knows, you know, Shabbos Hagado, Shabbos Shuvah. It's much more powerful. So you say, maybe it's a better drasha. Nah, it's not, it's not so much of a better drasha. When there, when there are a lot of people, it makes a bigger rasha. When there are people, it makes a rasha. Therefore, if you're at home, is it oster to blow shaifar? No, just like it's not usher to do somersaults. Let's say a person wants to do somersaults after the davening. It's mutter, not an avera. So if you want to blow shoifar, let's say somebody wanted to do a backflip and juggle wood and nickels. It's also, it's not usher. There's no Indian. There's no Indian. Do you need a minion? It's like the Chazonish uh... would say, you know, um, Chazonish would say, it's not usher to wear glasses without lenses in it. Just it's, there's no Indian. There's no Indian. Okay. Uh, do you need ten people, or is it a din in the machana, the ear? In other words, I'm in the base haknesses. I don't know the answer to that. I've had that Shiloh back in the day when sometimes people would you know slip out at the end of the davening. I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know whether you need a minion. I'm noted to say you don't need a minion. It's not a Dover Shebek Dusha. 
The same way, let's say, for instance, Kiddush Levana. You don't need a minion for Kiddush Levana. You only need three people. Baroiv Am Hajas Melech. It's an Am. Right? Three people is an Am. So it's a din in the Machane. There's no din that ain Machane Pachas Meyasara. Or ain Ir Pachas Meyasara. That's what I would think. But it's a good question. Next question. So if, if you didn't blow Shachris, you make it up Mincha time. Ramesh, so I was afraid this morning, I came back very late last night, and this morning I, I texted Ramatis, you know, could you blow for us? I was hoping we would have a Tokeya. But what if we wouldn't? Then we'd have to, Mincha time, you blow. Now it's not ordinarily done, but that's what Ramesh says you should do. Next, Shaila. Ramesh wants to know, why do we blow a Shaifra at the end of davening? Isn't that a little strange? Usually on Rosh Hashanah we blow before Mosaf. Really, they originally blew Shachras. L'chayro, <coughs> when they used to blow Shachras, did they blow before? I mean, maybe you'll say, Tadir Vashenah, Tadir, Tadir, Kaidem. So, Shema and Shema Esrei, Shema is Kaidem, is, is Tadir. Talas and Tfilin is, is, is Tadir. But is bothered. Think about it. Why do we blow the Shoifer? It's to inspire you to improve yourself. Improve what? Improve my davening. Improve my mitzvahs. So shouldn't we start off the davening with Kiyash Shoifer? Why would we blow at the end of davening? Says Rav Moshe, because the Iker thing that people need to do tshuva is not to daven better. Not to learn better. The Iker thing a person needs to, uh, um, to do tshuva in is not to be a crook. Not to steal money from other people. Not to hire people not pay them. So therefore, we need to blow shefer before people go to work, not before people daven and learn. But Moshe says the Iker Hasoyros of Tkiah Shoifar is not to be a Ganov. Very interesting. Okay, so that's regarding Tkiah Shoifar in Chodesh Elul. Um, another Indian is we know we don't blow Shoifar Erev Rosh Hashanah. Why don't we blow Shoifar Erev Rosh Hashanah? Kedei La'arbe Satan. That's the common uh, known reason in order to confuse the Satan. Or uh, in order to be, in order to La'hafsik Bein Tkiyos de Rishos by the way, according to that, if Rosh Hashanah comes out on Shabbos like this year, you should blow Shefer. Right? Because you're not blowing Shefer the first day. The Mishabura says, Loi plug. I want to share with you what they say over the name of the Gra, why we don't blow Shefer on Erev Rosh Hashanah. And accordingly, it will give us a new Hisairus of how to listen to the Shefer. You remember there's a guy named Titus, Titus? Your good friend Titus. He said in Gittin and Vavam it seems to me the God of the Jews is only strong in water. Let me fight a war with him. Sisra, Sisra came, God drowned him. He's going to probably drown me. If he's, a, if he's strong, he'll fight me on the dry land. Abbas called, came out and he said, You Russia, Ben Benoishal, Asa Russia, I'll get you with a mosquito. What happened? A gnat came. And went up his nose and started pecking in his brain for seven years, right? We like to say over, we said on Tishabav that Josephus writes that at the end of Titus's life, he became 
calmer. He used to be extremely angry and uh, volatile, and he he became calm in the end of his days. So Miller would say, "No, no kidding, you know. When you have a mosquito pecking in your brain, it usually uh, calms a person down." But anyway, and the Gemara says he wanted to get some relief. He passed by a blacksmith. The blacksmith was banging. And then the gnat stopped. Says the Gemara, the first 30 days, the, bla- the mosquito stopped pecking. By the way, um, the Gemara says, his takana was he hired a blacksmith to bang. To a guy he paid 400 zuz. To a Jew he didn't pay. He said, enjoy the fact that I'm suffering. I'm not paying you. Anyway, the Gemara says, for 30 days he did this and the mosquito stopped. Mikan ve'elach, Kivan de dash, dash. After 30 days, the mosquito got used to the noise. He stopped hearing the noise. Says the Vilna Gain, the reason we don't blow shoifer, Erev Rosh Hashanah, because when you hear a noise for 30 days, you get used to it. It doesn't make a Roshim anymore. So we have to be mafsik, so when you hear the shoifer on Rosh Hashanah, it creates a hisoyrus. Otherwise, you're going to be hearing the noise for 30 days. It's not going to make a Roshim. Now, what is the message of Tkiah Shaifar? We have very Chashva Bachram here. We're starting this man. So you have to know what is the message of Tkiah Shaifar? The message is Wake up! Uru Yeshena Mishinaschem! Wake up! Says Rabbi So Salanter, but back in the day when they would hear the Shaifar, it would make a very, very deep, penetrating. Roshem. But nowadays, the shoifer is telling us that at the very least, you have to learn Musr. If you don't learn Musr, all the learning doesn't really have value. You could go to the best year. He could be the biggest Lamdan. He could have Sfarim on Lamdas. He could be Mechutin with the biggest Rosh Yeshivas. If you don't learn Musr, and Sefer Chafetz Chaim is a very beautiful Sefer, it's not Musr. It's Halacha. You must learn Musr. Mesilas Yisharim, Chayvas Hababais, Shari Tshuva. You must learn Musr. I was in Psaic for Shabbos. I met a Yid. His name was um, Mr. Zon. He's a grandson of um, Rav Shachni Zon, one of the Talmidim of Chafetz Chaim. Chafetz Chaim said, a Jew has to learn Musr 20 minutes every day. But at least 5 minutes every day. Chafetz Chaim said very, Chafetz Chaim writes, Mishnah Baruch, Helek Aleph, before any limud of a person comes, Musr. <coughs> and it's important for everyone. And now the yeshiva are going back to the Zman. So they have to go to the yeshiva and not only learn Musr themselves, they have to tell other people to learn Musr. They could learn 12 hours a day. No. It's like, it's like zero. You have to learn Musr every day. Because if you learn Musr, then you have insurance on your learning. You're careful not to speak Lashon Hara. You're careful not to do other Chatam. And then the Torah remains pure. But without Musr, the Yitzhahara has you in his clutches. Yitzhahara will say, learn more Torah. With Toysvis and the Marsha and Rabbi Kiva Eger and the Lambdas. No. 
Musr, if you have Musr, you have a foundation. Rabbi Sol Salanta writes, the message of the Shoifar is to learn Musr. When Chazal say in Masech the Kedushim, in Paga B'cha Menuval, Mashcheil Lebeis HaMedrash, there are different kinds of Batei Medrash, Rabbi Sol Salanta says. The base Medrash the Gemara is referring to is the base Medrash of Musar. Everybody loves, myself included, learning all kinds of stuff. Machshava, Pshat, Remez, Drush, Said. Just don't learn Musar. So we have to come to Shul and we hear the Baal Toikea blowing in our ear. What's the Shoifer saying? Says Rabbi Yisrael. The Shoifer says, learn Musar. And you can't hear it 30 days straight. Otherwise, you're going to get used to it. Okay. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.